0: Hi, this is John Butters, Senior Earnings Analyst at FactSet, and welcome to this week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight Podcast. The FactSet Earnings Insight Podcast is based on content published in the FactSet Earnings Insight Report, which provides commentary and analysis on corporate earnings for the S&P 500 and is available each week on the FactSet website at www.factset.com. We'll start this week's podcast with a preview of the key metrics for the upcoming fourth quarter earnings season for the S&P 500. Then we'll discuss our topic of the week, which is earnings estimate revisions for S&P 500 companies for the fourth quarter. Did analysts revise their earnings estimates for S&P 500 companies higher or lower in aggregate during the fourth quarter, and by how much? But first, let's look ahead to the fourth quarter earnings season for the S&P 500. As of today, we're about a week away from the start of the peak weeks of the fourth quarter earnings season, and the themes we discussed in our last podcast at the end of December still apply today. Analysts and companies have been more optimistic than normal in their estimate revisions and earnings outlooks for the fourth quarter. As a result, expected earnings for the S&P 500 for the fourth quarter are higher today compared to the start of the quarter. Despite this increase, the index is still expected to report the third largest year-over-year decline in earnings over the past 10 years due to the negative impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries. Earnings growth is projected return in 2021. In terms of estimate revisions, we'll discuss this subject in more detail in the second part of the podcast as the topic of the week, but for now, we'll say that analysts did increase their earnings estimates in aggregate for S&P 500 companies during the fourth quarter. In terms of guidance, more S&P 500 companies have issued positive earnings guidance for the fourth quarter than average. When looking at corporate guidance, we typically compare the estimate provided by the company to the mean EPS estimate of the analysts at the time of the company guidance. If the company guidance is above the mean estimate, we classify the guidance as positive. If the company guidance is below the mean estimate, we classify the guidance as negative. At this point in time, 85 companies in the index have issued EPS guidance for the fourth quarter. Of these 85 companies, 56, or 66%, have issued positive guidance. This percentage is well above the five-year average of 33%. Because of the net upward revisions to earnings estimates, the estimated year-over-year earnings decline for the fourth quarter is smaller now relative to the start of the quarter. As of today, the S&P 500 is expected to report a year-over-year decline in earnings of 8.8%, compared to a year-over-year decline in earnings of 12.7% back on September 30th. If 8.8% is the actual decline for the quarter, it will mark the third largest year-over-year decline in earnings reported by the index since the third quarter of 2009, trailing only the first and second quarters of this year. It will also mark the seventh time in the past eight quarters in which the index has reported a year-over-year decline in earnings. Four sectors are projected to report year-over-year earnings growth, led by the materials and healthcare sectors. Seven sectors are projected to report a year-over-year decline in earnings, led by the energy, industrials, and consumer discretionary sectors. Looking at future quarters, analysts project earnings growth to return to 16.5% in the first quarter of 2021. The forward 12-month PE ratio is 22.6, which is well above the 5-year average and well above the 10-year average. And during the upcoming week, 9 S&P 500 companies, including one Dow 30 component, are scheduled to report results for the fourth quarter. Even though the overall number is small, there are a number of high-profile companies reporting next week, particularly in the financial sector, including Morgan Chase, Citigroup, and Wells Fargo. So to summarize our preview of the fourth quarter earnings season, analysts and companies have increased their expectations for earnings for the fourth quarter. As a result, estimated earnings for the S&P 500 for the fourth quarter are higher now compared to September 30th. Despite the increase, the index is still projected to report the third largest year-over-year decline in earnings in the past 10 years, due to the impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries. Earnings growth is expected to return in the first quarter of 2021. Now let's move on to our topic of the week, which is earnings estimate revisions for the fourth quarter. We typically look at the change in the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index to measure EPS estimate revisions by analysts. For those of you that are not familiar with the bottom-up EPS estimate, it is an aggregation of the earnings per share estimates for all 500 companies in the index, into a single earnings per share estimate for the entire index. During the fourth quarter, the bottom-up EPS estimate increased by 2.3% during the quarter. How significant is a 2.3% increase in the bottom-up EPS estimate during a quarter? How does this increase compare to recent quarters? Well, in a typical quarter, analysts usually reduce earnings estimates during the quarter, and the bottom-up EPS estimate usually decreases over this time frame. During the past five years, the average decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate during a quarter has been 4.5%. During the past ten years, the average decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate during a quarter has been 4.2%. And during the past fifteen years, the average decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate during a quarter has been 5.2%. Thus, while analysts usually lower earnings estimates during a quarter, they increased earnings estimates during the fourth quarter of 2020. In fact, this quarter marked the second straight quarter and just the fourth time since 2010 in which the bottom-up EPS estimate increased during the course of a quarter. However, it should be noted that analysts made substantial cuts to estimates for the fourth quarter during the second and third quarters. From March 31st to September 30th, the fourth quarter bottom-up EPS estimate declined by 17.4%. At the sector level, Six sectors recorded an increase in their bottom-up EPS estimate during the fourth quarter, led by the financials, materials, and communication services sectors. Five sectors recorded a decline in their bottom-up EPS estimate during the fourth quarter, led by the energy sector. As the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index increased during the quarter, the value of the index also increased during the same period. From September 30th through December 31st, the value of the index increased by 11.7%. The fourth quarter marked just the third quarter in the past 20 quarters in which the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index and the value of the index both increased during the quarter. This concludes our podcast for this week. Thank you for listening. For more information on the topics discussed today and other market-moving trends, please visit the FactSet website at www.factset.com And check out the full FactSet Earnings Insight Report, our FactSet Insight blog, and our street account podcasts. And of course, stay tuned for next week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight podcast.